AJ filling in with McCall out for the AJ and McCall show on the Beta Date on VFX. And I hard to imagine, maybe I'm wrong, maybe this is more of McCall's alley, but anybody be too pleased with the memo that someone sent to us yesterday. So let me let me summarize this for everybody, AJ, and it's on our social media, Utah's VFX. So it says, as a company, you know, they still use credit card checks as part of their hiring process to employ to ensure their employees can be trusted and make smart financial decisions. We've noticed from some time to condition your vehicle and want to discuss the matter. Since we know your annual salary, we think a newer, more appropriate-looking vehicle should be within your financial reach, and it is in our concern that you're having a difficult time financially. Uh, we are concerned that you may be susceptible to fraud and not responsible for your position maintained, or maybe you're just in trouble financially. But to be frank, the car just looks bad. Please let us know if there's a reason that you have not upgraded your vehicle before now. If it is a financial matter, we need to know the details of the problems you're having. Perhaps it's simple as you did not know the concern you're raising. Yada, yada, yada. Thanks. This heads up. This head guy. So somebody sent us a memo they got. Basically, their boss said, hey, your car's a piece of garbage, and we don't like it. We're tired of looking at it. Let's go. New it up. Get something fancier. Chop, chop. And to answer anyone's questions before you're like, well, maybe... According to the message that the memo was sent in, car has nothing to do with the job. It's nothing to do with the job. It's not like they're a drive-by salesman. You're like, okay, what well, their car looks bad. They're, they're probably hindering their job. Literally just sits in the garage. Initial thoughts, AJ. I am appalled at Mr. Said VP dude. Yeah, right? What does it matter? It, look, when did all of a sudden the way you dress, the way you drive... Matter in well, okay, dress is understandable. The way you drive matters so much that you have to call the person out through email and say, "Well, there we have dealerships you can take care of." You. No, no, no. If you have a problem with the car, go buy a dang car for them. Right. A lot of people actually said that, and I, I mean, there's so many people who commented like, "Okay, boy, are they, you gonna give me a stipend to buy a car?" Because unless it was told, I told when I got hired, the car needed to be upgraded. I don't know what you're expecting me to do. We got Jeff on the line. Jeff, what do you think about this whole memo? Again, it's on our social media, Utah's VFX. I understand why they sent the message out that they uh, did. Now, maybe they could have phrased it a little bit differently, approached it a little bit different. But much like your dress code, when you are out in public, you know, re- representing a employer or representing a company, there has to be a certain professional look about it. You want you want people to look at a, at a you and say and say, oh, this guy has all of his ducks in a row and is, and is knowledgeable and is strong. Okay, okay. Here's my thing, Jeff. Yeah, I understand I mean, about the dress code. The car doesn't say that. The car doesn't tell you that the guy's on time, loyal, hardworking, has a doctorate degree in whatever the, the, the study is or the, the business is. It, it doesn't tell you that the guy is a great thinker, team player, follows instructions, is impeccable at his job. The car doesn't tell you that. I, I, I figured at some point someone was going to make the leap to dress code because I, I, I mean – I'm not going to speak for her because I don't want to get her in trouble, but McCall is very particular about the way people dress. And so I, I, I think maybe she maybe make a similar argument, Jeff, not to the same extreme, but, you know, the way you present yourself. But I'm with you. It's a car in the parking lot. And, then, and again, person said car has nothing to do with the job. It just sits in the garage. This memo came out of the blue because their car is old. But I figured we'd jump to dress code. So we'll look at the poll today and get to dress code. But the important question, the base of this is, what information is your boss allowed to know outside of work? 
Now, so the, a memo was sent to us yesterday that we were using for the debate at eight about how someone's car was old, doesn't look good, needed to be upgraded. That was the memo they got from higher up. And predictably, I think a lot of the comments were like, well, who in the heck gets to say that? I mean, Jody commented, said, susceptible to fraud. Did he agree when he hired to maintain a certain type of vehicle? Kira, wow, I'm at a total loss for words. Stacy, I would show up uh, next day in an even worse looking car. Kiss my butt. I love it. I'm actually a big fan of that answer as well. Totally. And and so the the central issue here is, I think, what what outside of work is your boss allowed to know? See, that's that's a great point because what people don't see in the letter is, Please tell us why your financial situation is yeah. the way it is. Excuse me, I baking powder? No. I have to tell you freaking squat there, Mr. Heimrich. And 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 the memo is on our social media so you can see it. So the the conclusion, Jeff said he could understand it based on, you know, dress code. And and dress code is probably in the similar vein as this situation. If you take certain jobs or any job, there's definitely at least a minimum dress code, but certain jobs, the dress code's probably a little bit higher up. But that beats I think I still think it's a little bit of a leap. Before we look at the poll day, Austin, you ever had uh, any dispute at wor- a place of work over a dress code? No, I work in construction, so they kind of let me do what I want, you know? I, I got a bullet, so. <laughs> How would you I deal mean- with it just out of curiosity if someone was to come up with you and be like, hey, yeah, we got we to gotta class this up a little bit. Come on. I find a new job. I like wearing what I want. <laughs> I like it. You and me both, Austin. Freedom. Right? Have you ever been in a dispute over your dress code? Uh, no, but, oh, well, hmm. Uh-oh. No, I, I I would say no, but, like, I, I used to, like, I used to have a beard or whatever, and they make me shave it at a, another okay. company, and I was like, I'm not shaving nothing. I look good. I feel good. Beard gives me power. It gives me confidence that I actually do my job right. Here's a couple of interesting situations. See what you think about these. Janelle said when she was hired at her job, her boss gave her a logo jacket. Then the boss switched. She got a new boss, and that boss said, you can't wear that jacket because it's the wrong color. Even threatened to send her home. Eventually, she gave me a jacket of the color she wanted to wear and kept my wrong color jacket for herself. That sound petty, does it? Wow. That's that's too much for me. <laughs> uh, Skylar says, someone in HR threw a fit over his toe shoes. Said, my boss didn't care. Women are allowed to wear sandals. The dress code technically allows sandals for men, but... I got chewed out for wearing these. You ever seen those, those hiking ones? Okay, so yeah, I used to work in a place where you need to wear steel toe boots. Okay. But I just, I didn't, ha- I didn't have any, I didn't want to go buy them, so I just like wore like shoes. And like, well, you need steel toe boots. Like, no, I don't. It's a freaking toy area. I don't need no steel toe boots carrying a 20-pound toy. <laughs> the Palmer Home pro, uh, Poll of the Day, have you ever been involved in a dispute over dress code? 43% of people said yes, so a majority says no. And lucky you, I was working down in New Mexico on radio, and and I get in this dress, this dispute all the time because I get it. McCall, I think, would classify herself as more leaning business casual, not business casual, but leaning that way. Whereas I dress comfortably. I'm here to be me. I'm AJ on the radio. I'm AJ in real life, right? Yeah. I mean, look, you're. I mean, you don't see us, and so I'm not going to worry about dressing up for you. That's a big part of it, too. It's a little bit more of the rebellious part. But in general, I want to be me. That's why I'm here. But I get involved in this. But down in New Mexico, they flipped. And so they made the argument, You or they made the rule, you had to wear collared shirts. And we weren't allowed to wear shorts. So the summer I'm working down there, I have to wear polos and jeans. It's 115 degrees everywhere. <laughs> it's New Mexico. It's South New Mexico. 
I am dying. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing. I am sweating to death so I can go sit in a building and try and do my show. Really? Really? I would have loved to see that, actually. Oh, it's terrible. Couldn't wear it. I mean, hey, if they told you from now on you need to come in a shirt and tie, you would say what? No. I've been told it already here. What, I, you have? Yeah, I've been told I need to wear a No. And I, I've come up with, before it was just me like blowing it off. Now the argument is not because you. <laughs> Ajay tells a story. This is not to humble brag, but Ajay tells a story when we were both doing basketball color last year, play by play, excuse me, about we were at Bear River and someone asked me for oh, an autograph, yeah. right? So I, I usually take stories like that. And I'm like, well, people come up to me because I don't look like a stiff. I'm relatable. This is me. Yeah. And, and 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 I mean, if you dress up in a shirt and tie, people sometimes get intimidated by that. Would those right? and you say someone? There was a group of kids getting your autograph. Right. So stop it. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like same thing with you. You got your own show. Yeah. What if someone told you, you know what? Hey, no jerseys, no nothing. We need cat business casual or better. You're on there to do your show. I'm like, you don't even come into our office and check our show anyway, so why do you care? <laughs> so that, the central issue, and again, check out the memo, utahsvfx.com, is what information... I'm going to get fired. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we do. We have gotten complaints before about talking about work-related things. We got in <laughs> trouble once because we complained about producer butters. That was awesome. But the central, <laughs> the, the central question here for the debate at eight is what information can your boss know? Because I actually had a run-in uh, that I want to get into kind of similar to this. You know, I don't think there's a whole lot that unifies the country anymore, but this debate at eight, I think, has gone a long way to getting us all on the same page. Absolutely. AJ and McCall show on VFX and calls out. AJ's filling in. There's a memo that was sent out basically saying to an employee, your car looks bad and we want it to look nicer, so please buy a car. We know how much you make. We're worried you don't know how to manage finances. A whole bunch of crap, right? And Jeff was on, and again, I'm not trying to take away everybody's entitled to their opinion. And Jeff, I think, was very polite about saying, I can understand, depending on a certain job, you know, dress code is a factor. And I figured that was a logical leaping off point. But Ajay, you're a pretty personal guy. I think the central issue here is, what is what is your boss allowed to know outside of work? Because obviously, you know, they set the rules. You got to follow the rules I mean, I guess to a certain extent, but to the most extent, if, there's a, if you're a salesperson, you know, there's a dress code. You got to follow it. Yes. So what? What? What are they allowed to know? What are they allowed to control? Uh, of like, okay, are you asking about your outside life of work? Yeah. Oh, because I think the car. The card's not okay. the reason I ask. Look, is the car's been confirmed. It's not part of the job. Here's my thing: if it's affecting your work life, and yes, I need to know what's going on. Okay, reasonable. Whether it's your marriage, relationship, maybe it's a family, personal life, something like that. If it's affecting your work, they need to know what's going on because then it's affecting the company. Okay, that's pretty basic. Yeah, I if like that. If it's not affecting your work, then they need to stay out of the way. If you are hitting your deadlines or your quota or whatever it is, there is no reason to ask what is going on in their personal life. No, that's smart. I don't think you can really argue with that. That's pretty well laid out. By that means, then, uh, maybe maybe my angry point I was going to make, and you can decide for me here, help me decide, is... is uh, is not as angry as I should be. So, you know, outside of stuff, I personally kind of am a keep to myself kind of guy. Once you get to know people, then we can we can go from there. But, uh, you know, once upon a time, I had a discussion with uh, someone in management. Um, and, you know, it was getting about time for me, I think, to, you know, ask about a pay raise. I'd put in some time there. And so I was, you know, 
working the subject, trying to do it politely, and I, I take my work very seriously. I thought I would, I had warranted one. In all honesty, I thought I had warranted one, and and then, you know, comment was made about, well, you know, we uh, we think you're doing pretty well. We see, you know, you you like to travel. We've seen that, so we think you're doing pretty okay. And I gotta be honest, that comment really bothered me because I'm like, what? That has nothing to do. What what I choose to do with my money? You don't know how I manage it. You don't mm-hmm. know my bills. It, like for the person with the car, somebody sent us a message, made a great point. Maybe they have a lot of bills. Yeah. Student loans, credit cards, medical debt, they don't know. And in my case, you know, maybe that's what I, maybe I have a small apartment. Maybe I have a small car, a paid off car, because I like to travel. Sure. But, you know, based on your point, and I hate doing this because I love being right, vacation time is entitled, but, you know, I did work, miss work for vacation time. So is that, were they maybe not out of line making that comment? Because I am entitled vacation no, they're, time. No, they're still out of line because, again, it's not affecting your work. Okay. You, before you left, your vacation, which um, was wonderful for you because you love to travel, experience uh, uh, an awesome culture. You took care of things that you had to, and everything was in place to be done. Nothing ran out of function. Nothing went awry. Everything was just fine while you were gone. And then you came back. I stepped out. You stepped in. Bada beam, bada boom. We're still flying. <laughs> hey, what's your, what's your policy, by the way? I, I, you're not new here anymore. You've been around for a while with your, your afternoon show over on the fan and stuff. What's your policy when it comes to coworkers? You you pretty open book, pretty quick, and you close to the vest. Yes and no. It depends. There's people here. I'll discuss things that are personal to me. There's people who I will not tell anything to. Yeah. See, I'm I'm pretty much in that ladder boat until I get to know you. Nobody's yeah. knowing anything until yeah. I feel like I, I, can I mean, trust and, you. and and that's the thing with I mean, I've I've built great relationships here at Cash Light Radio with wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people. But I mean, again, there's I mean, that's a very small circle to me. And and even with them, yeah. they don't know everything. They do know a few things, but not everything. You know, fun fun story with us. Uh, my first radio job, I had a boss hated, could not stand, terrible boss. I'm I'm justified. She's awful. And so nobody liked her because she was not a good person. And uh, I remember there was a secretary there because the bo- my boss was a girl, and there's a secretary there that my the owners offered a raise that she wanted if she spent time with her. And I remember getting in trouble because I was like, I don't want to spend time with her. I don't want to be around her. And I li- this is legitimately when I sat down and told my my owners at the time. I said, Look, this is a workplace. That means it means one really obvious thing. There's a collection of people in here that are forced to work together who maybe not interact. That means three things. There's people in here I like, there's people in here I'm indifferent to, and there's people in here I don't like. The only difference in here as opposed to the outside world is I don't have a choice about it. Mm-hmm. So unless I'm being disrespectful, leave me alone because I don't like them and you can't force me to like someone. But I feel like that gets lost on people sometimes. Like, I feel like you and I need to have like a come to meeting of each other. You know, let's let's just like get out you. the anger. I like well, why you. do I have to invite myself to your dang show? Why is it? Well, look, I'm good. And then if you want to come in, you can. Yeah, I, that's that's clearly an invite. The back end, <laughs> what it is.